Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Elisa Donovan is our very special guest. You know her from her acting work. She's terrific, and you've seen her in everything from In Gale We Trust uh, and uh, Beverly Hills 90210, Clueless, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, uh, everything. She's, uh, she's been in so many things over the years. Uh, but this, uh, much different situation. I'm going to talk about her writing. Uh, she, is, uh, she is the author of Wake Me When You Leave. And it's uh, hey, it's it's a lot of heavy stuff here. Had to be a, a very difficult uh, book to write. Um, I'm sure very enriching for her as an experience. But I, I I've got to believe a very very difficult book to write. Uh, it's about losing her dad to cancer, leaving her fiance, and losing a job all at once. Uh, you know, you talk about things just happening and and surviving them. So, Elisa, uh, uh, how are you? Hi. Well, first of all, thank you for having me, Frank, and for just laying it all out there. So that is exactly what happened. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's and, I, uh, just in reading, and, you know, just in reading the, the, the title and, and the description, uh, I, I've ordered it. I, I can't wait to get it and I can't wait to, to dig in. But give us a little overview, if you don't mind. Sure. So over the course of a very short period of time, um, my dad was diagnosed with cancer and then we were shooting Sabrina and it was canceled and I did not get another job. My, the relationship I was in with the person I thought I was going to marry ended and then my dad died and everything happened over the course of a very short period of time. So I essentially went from uh, understanding where I was, who I was, where I was going, to having all of those things stripped away. And I went through this period of great grief and um, isolation, and um, it was incredibly challenging. And it, and I came through to the other side, and my dad started to come to me in dreams and these otherworldly sorts of experiences that really helped me to heal and to um, have a deeper and greater appreciation for life in general. So it's, um, you know, I think a lot of people don't, they kind of look at people in the public eye on, on TV and in films and think that we just have these perfect lives and that we are exempt from the everyday challenges of life and we just aren't, <laughs> you know, we're all human beings and we all go through you know, challenges. Was there a specific uh, moment after all of these things happened all at once? Was there a, a specific moment that stands out to you where you saw kind of as the turnaround to uh, to when you realized you're going to survive this, you're going to get get through this, and you're, you're going to get stronger, I assume, uh, because you've gotten through yes. all of that? So I would say there were a, a few moments along the way where I had these glimpses of, okay, I think maybe I can move forward here. And truly, I would say the biggest one was a dream that I had with my dad where I, 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 I felt incredibly lost and um, didn't know how to function, really. And I felt this 
presence from him in this dream that I talk about it, I cover it in the book, um, where he really was speaking to me and reaching out to me. And I, I just started to kind of recalibrate everything and say, okay, maybe I can remedy these, my, my relationship with him and I can recalibrate my, my life. And I really started to look at what is important to me. Do I want to live in Los Angeles? Do I want to be an actress? Do I want to be ever be married? Do I want to have a family? What matters to me? What kind of an artist do I want to be? And from that moment, I started to to rebuild and recommit really to who I am as as an artist and a creative person and just as a human. So I think that dream is probably the the the, the main, the most identifiable moment when things shifted and then you know it's a slow process i think we partly you know we're accustomed to or we're taught that everything should happen really fast and um let's just move on you know let's just get through this <laughs> and you know unfortunately that's just not how how grief works when you when you mention the dream and and say subsequent uh, events uh, are they scary moments when they first happen, or do you immediately realize that this is uh, this is a, a a message? This is a this is a, a pivot point for me. Uh, are they initially frightening, or uh, or immediately do you come to a conclusion that this could change things? This is such a great question because I I am a person who historically I have always been very open to. These kinds of things, and I, I, I've spoken to psychics. I believe in a spiritual life, and all these sorts of things. So I would have thought that I would be completely open to having these this experience. But the reality was, is it was it was very unsettling at first and scary. And then, but I I, I realized I think that the reason it felt so scary is because it solidified to me that he was really gone. You understand, like that. Yeah. If I, if I, that meant he really was not here anymore, and that's a hard, that's a part of the grief process, the acceptance part that is particularly difficult to to digest. And so I think that's why at first, and then I, I had this. I, I remembered that I had had another a similar experience where it's felt that I also talk about in the book that. Uh, the spirit of a friend who had passed away when I was young um, came to visit me, basically, is how I would put it. And yeah. um, when that happened, I felt like, why am I so afraid? Why am I, I was afraid to, to go home because I knew I felt him around the house. And then I had this moment where I went, well, wait a second. What exactly am I afraid of here? You know, why should this be scary? It's It's just the... The, the, the spirit of the person it's, it's an energy it's a you know uh like why should it be scary it's not going to hurt me and so i had to kind of get very literal about it to then realize oh this is just a this can be a beautiful experience and a really healing experience and that is 100 percent been the case for me you know i i appreciate the fact that you wrote about all of this. I mean, this is terrific. I've, you know, not not only for for yourself, I guess, to get through it, but 
others that might be feeling exactly the yes. same way. Just terrific. Uh, yeah. That's really what I what I wanted. You know, one of my biggest motivations was that because I felt so isolated and alone going through all of this. And I think it's because culturally we just aren't we're, we're not taught to to talk about these things. And I really felt I feel as though I, I hope that when people read it, they feel more comfortable sharing their own grief and their own challenges. You know, because that's how we come to the other side and um or come through you know there's no way around these things we just have to go through them and it can bring us closer to people yeah just terrific uh elisa i've ordered mine and i'm urging everyone to uh, order two uh, of uh, of wake me when you leave and one for yourself and one for somebody who you think needs uh-huh. it uh, yes. uh elisa give us a website or a social media site where people could follow along with what you're doing Yes, sure. So my website is elisa-donovan.com. And on Instagram and Twitter, I am at Red Donovan with the little blue check. And uh, Facebook is Elisa Donovan, also with the little blue verified check. Congratulations, Elisa, and thank you very much for being here. Thank you so much. This was really nice. I, I, I appreciate you having me. Elisa Donovan, everyone. She is the author of Wake Me When You Leave, a uh, very personal book, uh, as I mentioned in the the onset, uh, about losing her father to cancer, um, losing her fiancé, and uh, losing a job all at once. And, you know, again, it's uh, it, it's always interesting when people are willing to put their lives and and you know sensitive moments into books uh you know her from clueless and beverly hills 901 uh, 90210 i'm sorry uh sabrina the teenage witch uh night at the roxbury frank mckay signing off we'll see you all next time on breaking it down